Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. There are nearly 20 million military vets in the U.S. And each week we focus on their stories. This is CBS Eye on Veterans. All right, welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm Phil Briggs. And uh, with September being National Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, we're looking at organizations working to help our military vets make it through some tough times. One of them out there doing great work is American Warrior Partnership. And they believe that ending veteran suicide is not just a program, but it's an outcome. And they employ a holistic approach to veteran care, such as helping vets find a job and buy a home, repair the family relationships that are so vital to our happiness. And here to talk more about helping vets thrive is AWB President, CEO, and Air Force veteran with nine deployments under his belt, Mr. Jim Lorraine. Jim, welcome to CBS Eye on Vets. Hey, Phil, thank you for having us. I really appreciate it. America's warrior partnership. Leave it to the Air Force guy to correct the Navy guy. You guys were always <laughs> okay. smarter than we were. You always had better digs. We hey, how many Air Force guys did you meet that were a shellback? Probably zero. You're a shellback. I'm a shellback. All right. Well, let's hope the ritual was as enjoyable for you as it was for every other enlisted that went through it. Um, yeah. yeah, I was a special case. I can imagine. And knowing that you were assuming, <laughs> I imagine they, they gave you a liberal dose of what that initiation ritual is all about. Uh, but uh, way to go, man. Proud plaque on the wall for that one. Let's start with why this issue resonates so deeply with you. Uh, you retired from active duty as Deputy Command Surgeon from the United States Special Operations Command where you were with our combat war fighters on some of their worst days. And, you know, to say that you've been around the world and you've seen the true cost of combat uh, really is an understatement. Share with me a memory or two or a little bit from your time in the medic field with nine deployments. Yeah, so I'm, a, I'm an Air Force nurse by trade. Um, I was fortunate to get into air medical evacuation, which is long range in the Air Force's long range transport. 
served in Germany, flew all over Europe uh, and Africa and the Middle East. Uh, during that time, um, Desert Shield Storm, moving a lot of casualties out. Um, I took one of the largest patient loads, 126 casualties out of uh, out of Dauron back to Europe, and um, uh, we were knee to knee and um, a big load. But it, it, it was getting ready, then went back into served in uh, Saudi Arabia for a little while, up into Kuwait and um, southern Iraq. What really changed is I went to a unit after after that assignment, and I ended up uh, in Mogadishu. And um, in Mogadishu, it was the early days. It was the humanitarian time. We we arrived the day after the Navy SEALs came ashore uh, with the lights of CNN, um, and then stayed for a for a long period of time. You know, I, I've got to go back and talk to talk about one mission. Um, and it was, it was, uh, people were like, have you ever been to Afghanistan? I said, yeah, I was there in the eighties. And in the eighties, you know, you heard of Charlie Wilson's war. They used to bring, you know, there was a humanitarian side of that. And the humanitarian side was, we would bring the Mujahideen out, um, of Afghanistan, bring them back to the, uh, back to Europe and back to the United States for more extensive treatment. A lot of kids, a lot of leaders, um, within the Mujahideen. But I remember going in and, and being active, had a kid. He was probably about 13 years old. He was really upset on the flight. I looked in his bag and I saw this cassette and I had back in the day, this really, it was called a Walkman and uh, put the tape in, put the headphones on the kid and he just settled down. And I thought it would be, I asked him if I could listen because I thought it would be tribal, you know, something relaxing for him. And what I heard was, it was the sound of a battle and it was, uh, and so that happened in, so that's in the, the late 80s. Then flash ahead in uh, 9-11, uh, right after, actually September 12th, and we were talking about going back into Afghanistan. And, and I told the story, I said, you know, this kid was 12 or 13, 10, 10 to 13 years old. He's probably 30 some years old right now. And, um, and this kid was, was comforted by battle and by war. And that's what, that's what we're going to go into. Now I'm going to pump the brakes right there and say, that's a fascinating look back. I don't think I've ever met anybody who met members of the U.S. backed Mujahideen back in the eighties. And of course we all learned later that that would sadly morph into Al Qaeda under the leadership of the evil terrorist Osama bin Laden, the man who orchestrated the nine 11 attacks. Now, so many veterans have made deeply personal sacrifices for our nation throughout the global war on terror. And uh, we've seen that in the years after their active duty service, this tragic increase in suicide. So what is it, America? What does it listeners need to know about ending the suicide epidemic, helping a veteran thrive? What is it we need to know about the factors that are involved when we're talking about helping the veteran community thrive? Yeah, the, the impact of veteran suicide starts actually back when you served in the military, there's such a difference between the, the veteran suicide rate and the, and the non-veteran suicide rate that there's something there. And so what we did with Operation Deep Dive was we partnered with the Department of Defense and we partnered with states and we merged the data together. And, and for the first time, we know the person who died, how they took their life, and then we know their whole military experience. And so we can look and say, a demotion affected, a demotion in the military tips the scale for life in somebody who's in civilian world. But the point is, is that I, I said it when I testified to Congress, is that 
we're not going to counsel our way out of veteran suicide. That that it's bigger than that. It's holistic. It's it's relationships. It's family. It's uh, activities and purposeful. It's involvement in communities. It's having a good education or good training. Uh, having a meaningful employment. Being able to to uh, have a home that you're safe and secure in with your family. Having access to physical health care and having access to mental health care. It's just not just not one thing. And what we believe it, it begins, the solution begins with a relationship. Right on. And it looks like that's the mission of America's Warrior Partnership to kind of start that relationship. So let's dive into that and tell me about what exactly AWP is doing to stop veteran suicide. America's Warrior Partnership Network is a place where people can come and ask for help. And then what we'll do is connect them to their local resources uh, to best help them. And then use our partners, our national partners, to, to, to help augment what the community is trying to do. And then we have uh, community-based programs. We have, um, and what they do at the local level is get to know all the veterans. So connect with all the veterans, connect with all the community partners, educate the veterans about opportunities they have to improve their quality of life, advocate on behalf of veterans when they, when they hit a roadblock, advocate on behalf of the community. And so it's like all about how do we how do we mobilize all of this see a goodwill. Right on. What does it look like on a street level then? When do I need to interact with America's Warrior Partnership? When does my spouse make this call? At what point do I need to pick up the phone and make this call? I think it's before you leave the military service and you're going you know you're headed back to and I'll use the Permian Basin of Texas where we have a program and we have a we have a ton of employers out there who just want who want veterans to come work for them because they're so good at it. So what I would do is before I left the military, I'd contact somebody in the Permian Basin and say, hey, I'm, I'm headed your way. And then the Permian Basin, Permian Warrior Partnership will roll out the welcome wagon, say, where are you living? Where are you going to school? Where are you going to go to work? Is your family set? Remember, in the military, when we when we moved from one base to another, we'd get a sponsor. And, and they were the ones who sort of made it a soft landing when you move to a new place. So so the first thing I would do is I would I would move I would get connected to a local program that's there. I'd get involved in local programs like Team Red, White, and Blue, Team Rubicon, things that are active and and be part of the be part of the, the bigger community. Don't hold hold up on your street somewhere and isolate yourself. You have far more to give. You know, how many times have you met somebody where you said, I wish I knew you six months ago because you wouldn't be in the position you're in now. I can't get you out of the trouble you're in now. But six months ago, I could have prevented it. And that's one of the things I, I want to mention is that we we work with the CDC and we've de- developed a, a logic model, a model about, about prevention of veteran suicide. And the, and the CDC, and we both agree, that we want to get upstream from the crisis. So we want to get upstream, prevent the crisis from even occurring. And if and if there is a little bit of turbulence, address it early. Don't wait until you've lost your family, you lost your car, you lost your house, you lost your job. And, and now I can't get you back to where you were before. You go to the network, we'll bring you back and get you connected to the local services. Really great stuff. 
Um, again, one more time on the website. America's Warrior Partnership.org. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Millie Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.